Hello, I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and you come to me for hard facts. The world keeps turning, and you're trying to keep up. The fight against coronavirus has the option. But there's so much noise drowning out the news. Talking heads, broadcast messages, press releases. They're telling you their side, but you just want the facts. And that's why you come to me. I give you the statistics without spin. Out of 116 million working age Nigerians, 35.5 million are employed full-time. That's 30%. I give you the context. I give you the history. I fight fake news with facts. Kayo Day. Let me talk. No, I will, I will let you talk. Kayo Day. Kayode, I will let you talk if you let me talk. Kayode. That's why more and more Lagosians are tuning in. Half a million Lagosians. 720,000. 970,000. Over 1 million Lagosians. They know that if you give me your afternoon, I will give you hard facts. I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. Hello Lagos, good afternoon. I am Sandra Ezekwesili and these are your hard facts. First hard fact of the day, Bola Tinubu has 22 more days to submit his ministerial nominees. Today marks 38 days since he took office on May 29th and under the latest constitutional amendment, presidents must nominate their ministers within 60 days of their swearing-in. I'm keeping count because of what Delalake said back in May. He said, quote, a month maximum is enough for any serious government to form its cabinet and put a structure of government in place after swearing-in, end quote. It has now been over a month. 22 days to go. Second hard fact of the day, 14 states may face severe flooding this week. That's according to NEMA. Lagos is not one of the listed states, but it's um, still a sign that the weather is changing and heavy rains bring heavy floods. So we should um, be hearing from all our governments all over the nation about how they are planning for this year, because we all saw what happened last year. Uh, let's let it not catch us on our wares. We have to get in front of this thing. What's the plan to get in front of this thing? I've got a third hard fact for you. NMPC has missed it own deadline to go public. MD Melekiari told us last year that they'll have their IPO by the middle of this year. The plan was for end of June. It hasn't happened yet. And uh, of course, under the Petroleum Industry Act, NMPC still has a couple of years to get the IPO done and sell shares to the public. I just wanted you to know that they've missed their own deadline. Yeah, one million Lagosians cannot be wrong. If you're here for the first time, you are in fantastic company. And I've got a great show for you, starting with the big three. Let's talk about Yerima. Uh, uh, saying that amnesty might be the way to go for banditry to end. And then let's talk about a Lagos businessman who is being investigated for revenge porn. And then let's talk about the row that the announcement by the Senate President and the House of Reps Speaker has caused within the APC about the leaders of the National Assembly. At four o'clock, it'll be time for the glass ceiling. And on the glass ceiling, I'm going to continue a conversation I started three weeks ago about why there still is in 2023 a preference for boys over girls, males over females, boy children over female children, over girl children. We'll have that conversation at four o'clock. And then at five, we'll bring you Balogun and Broad. On Balogun and Broad today, Let's talk about um, the CBN saying it will have conversation with POS operators about this, uh, uh, these prices that uh, the POS operators have put out for the public. And we're also going to talk about the VAT for market uh, women and men. Uh, VAT collection, VAT, uh, what's the word I'm looking for now? Compliance uh, for people who have stores in the market. We're working towards having someone from FIRA 
Paris join us today. If they cannot join us today, they'll join us tomorrow so that we can have conversations with them. But we'll definitely talk about those two things today at... Um, Ooh, five o'clock. And then, of course, from 6.15, if exports are, are things that you are interested in, if exports uh, is something that you're interested in, I've got an expert who joins me from 6.15 to talk to you about exports. So make sure you're still here so that you can ask questions about how you can have buyers for your products. The products you want to start exporting abroad, what are some of the ways that you can get buyers for those products? He'll be here from 6.15 answering your questions. And then then at 6.45, we'll continue a conversation we started yesterday on the step down about proclamations, the power of the tongue. Do you believe that uh, if someone says something and it happens, it's a coincidence or it's confirmation that the tongue has power? We'll have that conversation from 6.45 until 7. And then I'll hand you over to the sports gang. But for right now, um, let's uh, bring you today's big three. Of course, there will be uh, news updates at the top of the hour every hour i am sandra ezekwasili lagos and these are your hard facts this is the big three the big three on hard facts on 99.3 nigeria Revenge porn and extortion so common. Is Yarima correct about amnesty? And uh, is there a rift between Abio and his party? Those are your big three, Lagos. Let's talk. There's a debate in the north over how to handle banditry. And that's our first story on today's big three. It started with Ahmed Sani Yerima advocating for amnesty. He's a former governor of Zamfara State. And according to him, Bolatinubu has asked him to step in as an elder statesman to come up with solutions to the insecurity in the state. And Yerima says that he thinks the real solution is a negotiated settlement involving amnesty and rehabilitation. Do you agree, Lagos? Sani said, quote, you see, these people are Nigerians, and I believe that the Nigerian government has the capacity. The military and security agencies have the capacity to deal with them immediately, if so directed, if they're giving the resources they require and the support and political will. But the collateral damage that could be associated with the actions that could be taken is what I believe should be avoided. If you send an aircraft now to where you identify the bandits, it's not only the bandits that will be affected. And if you recall, Mr. President, Umaru uh, Musa Yaradua had a similar interaction with the militants in the Niger Delta. It was successful. So if the government now comes up with a program of rehabilitation, just like they did with the issue of Boko Haram, when that issue was handled, I'm sure you'll have a successful ending to this crisis, end quote. Do you agree with former Governor Ahmed Sani Yerima? Former Governor of Zamfara State. Do you agree? Because the Berninguari Emirate Progressives Union does not agree. They say that bandits are criminals and that the government has no business negotiating with criminals. They said, quote, to successfully bring an end to armed banditry business in Nigeria, all bandit camps in our various forests must be dislodged as anything short of this will not address or bring a lasting solution to the problem. Engaging in negotiations with armed bandits will never yield significant positive outcomes because past experiences have demonstrated that criminal elements such as armed bandits often exploit negotiations as a means to buy time, regroup and strengthen their positions. 
They view negotiation as a sign of weakness of government, which emboldens them to continue their violent activities. End quote. Do you agree with them? BPU says it will embolden them. Do you agree? So again, let me remind you the argument for amnesty. The argument for amnesty is that these people were driven to banditry because of poverty and ignorance and fighting them will cause horrific collateral damage. The argument against amnesty is that the military can handle the threat while amnesty will embolden the terrorists. Which of these arguments do you buy? 0700-993-993-993-0-1465-7190. Also, do you think that each new peace program encourages another group of insurgents or another group of militants or another group of terrorists to challenge the state? Every time that we do peace program do you think we're encouraging another group to rise up would there have been a boko haram rehab program without a niger delta amnesty program would there be calls for bandit rehabilitation today if boko haram terrorists were not rehabilitated yesterday what do you think i don't have the answers i'm asking the questions WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. 080-959-75805. Of course, Twitter at Nigeria Info FM. Facebook, where we're streaming live, is uh, Nigeria Info 99.3. Hello. Thanks for calling us. Hello, Sandra. How are you doing, sir? Good morning. Uh, good afternoon. Good evening. <laughs> Welcome. Mm. What's your Every name? Every day they read for us, Sandra. What's happening now? If I get where go, I go back to Canada and leave Nigeria. How <laughs> can I go use go? Ah, Sandra. Canada, six hundred k. Abi. It don't it it Sandra. Sandra, mm. let's be serious. Yerima that is speaking, a governor that marries underage woman, what I mean, an underage girl. What did the advice you think he will give to you? Someone that was a governor, how many schools did he build in Zamfara State? And he was a senator. What is the law that he moved, the motion he moved for, for that will make children in the north to go to school? Sandra, it will bring negotiation with those criminals that kill people's mother and parents, that make you go as a majority, he just want to cash out. Even the amnesty program I'm talking about, did the Niger Delta militants raid any village, come to any town to kill people. Did they do that? We're not going in circle in Nigeria, in circle in Nigeria. All they want to do is how to loot the country dry. The uh, Northeast uh, Commission, what is it called, that they have there. Mm. Didn't you hear what happened? How much was missing? The new commission, Northeast, whatever they called them again. How much was missing? Sandra? Mm. Our country, eh, we be like Pentagon. We are never straight in anything we want to do. Never. Connie, Connie, Connie. Connie, man, don't buy, bury, or finish. She will never still finish. I'm sure Connie, man, die when I'm not going to bury her. All right, Malik, thank you very much for calling. Aibwe is here. Hi, Aibwe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good evening. Good evening, welcome. Yeah, so continue for where that man stopped. Mm. The Yerima, he went to Egypt to marry uh, on the age there. That time was still very much intact with seven million that the girl will grow in in his house. Do you call that one righteousness or wickedness? Yes, but I mean what has that got to do with his advice? A man who can do such a thing. Mm-hmm. You want him to come and suggest to Nigeria what to do. Whereas he has so many wives at home. People, is that, is, can such a man actually rule himself? People who do wrong things can often have good ideas. Can never, we... never. This one, they are marked with, uh, with spirit of contamination. They can never do anything good for their people. What about the man who was abused, a uh, nineteen uh, uh, building in, uh, what, what they call it? In this uh, Emirates. Uh, the case is with TSCC. Okay. The governor built 19 houses in Dubai. Many of those governors in the north, let let the investigate them. 
They are the ones that drive their people down and use the money to invest in other other emirates uh, 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 or whatsoever. So when they're talking of uh, amnesty, whose money are they going to use to pay them? Do they produce money like that? Then they also not only data that there was uh, uh, this uh, agitator. Now their owner is all over. Within the, uh, they are even trying to extend it uh, to Abuja. All the bombardment they did. Who will pay for that? All right. Who will pay? Aibe is asking. Joel is Ripaja. Hi, Joel. Hello. Hi, Joel. Good Welcome. Afternoon, Good afternoon. Yeah. Please, I don't want to go into Yerima's uh, whether she married or under age or not. Because okay. that is not the contest here now. Okay. What I'm saying is this. Everyone who engages in any form of criminality mm-hmm. has a reason. If those uh, bandits should be called, sat down, you know, in a round table to discuss what their grievances, I think, is it not better to go to the prisons and release all those who committed crimes? Hmm. Because everyone who committed crimes, the pickpockets, and is it not harsh that drove all of them? All of to, them, right? Meanwhile, those who are who are who are representing the bandits, the Niger Delta militants, they, they were. Coming out, they were seeing their faces, they have names. Yes. Who and who would you hear? Would you that he is one of them? Do we even know them? Are they not faceless? What, what is even their, what is even their demand? So this country, let us be very careful in this country, the way we do things. Okay. All right. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much for calling, Joel. Samuel is in Moe. Hi, Samuel. Hello, how, how are you, Sandra? I'm very well, Samuel. Talk to me. Our president. How are you, man? <laughs> I'm well. Okay, okay. Uh, on Yerima, mm. uh, the, the, the first statement that he said, statement, I, dis- I strongly disagree with that because it's not a position to resolve that. Plot. This is a man who married a, a, a 30 year old child. The first person to bring Sharia and the court, Nigeria, a Nigerian hand. And then you call such a person a statement. What is, who is the statement then? Then uh, all the Amrabas uh, should be it's our statement. We shouldn't call that man a statement in the first place. I think our president should be very careful in selecting those who will work for us. Uh, that is my contribution right. on that. Yeah, and the problem that is in Zafara mm. is because of the gold. The gold is supposed to be treated the same way they treat our oil in Niger Delta. Mm. The gold is being allowed to be mined by ordinary people in Zafara State. While the oil in Niger Delta is being is going to the federation account. Well, that is why the, pre- the, 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 the present governor can declare nine trillion as his uh, asset before uh, in the correct governor that is going to declare. Right. Uh, because I can one person have nine trillion, and the federal government is looking at all these things and looking the other way. I think we are not. We Niger Delta we will rise up against them if uh, if if they if they don't treat that thing. Everything must come to the center for equality. Okay. Thank you very much for calling Samuel in Moe. We've got messages on WhatsApp, so let's take a look at some of them. These people are criminals. They should be treated like criminals that they are. Uh, what did Yerima achieve as a governor? Only poverty for the citizens of his state. I disagree with him, David, from Aguda with that message there. We've got this one here from Salisu in Ojo. Salisu says that uh, all bandits camps should first of all dislodge the bandits first before any negotiations uh, that a train can be hijacked on the rail service chief should spring into action let Yerima go and settle his call with EFCC I hope the new service chiefs are listening alright Salisu Yusuf with that message thank you very much we'll take a break when we come back let me bring you back here to Lagos where a man is being investigated investigated for revenge porn. I'm Sandra Ezekwasili. You are listening to your number one station for talk. Your number one station for talk. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. 
A man is under investigation for extortion and revenge porn. That's our second story. One of the victims is a mother of two who was widowed eight years ago. She said that she met the suspect, Kennedy Amara, in a chat group for singles. They started dating, but according to the victim, she broke up with him because he wasn't serious. After the breakup, he allegedly sent uh, pictures uh, of herself that he secretly took while they were together. Pictures of her naked, videos of her uh, naked, videos of them having sex. He threatened to send the videos to her friends and her family if she doesn't pay him 100,000 naira. She paid. Then he demanded another 40,000 naira. She paid. Finally, the demands got too heavy and when she didn't pay, he allegedly published them. He allegedly sent a message that said, quote, by the time I am done, suicide will be her only option. Her pictures are there at Redeem Parish WhatsApp group platform. I am all over the news. She will also be all over the news. By the time I am done, suicide will be her only option. This one to her colleague at work, 28 pictures. I've sent to her friends abroad, both male and female. I've sent to her in-law, Redeem Church branch, on WhatsApp to her pastor and more random people. People online. When I never jam, my image is already dented. Has will go round. Pictures that I've uploaded on um, a porn site today. All 52 pictures. End quote. By the way, the woman says her family and her in-laws are rallying around her and showing her support. Because Lagos, at the end of the day, this is a very despicable man. And revenge porn and blackmail are becoming a rampant problem. You have lots of people who are violating the trust that an intimate partner placed on them um, to either share their nudes or extort them. And these are crimes. I have to remind you, of course, Lagos, these are crimes. But how has society, like, like what I'm very interested in, in finding out is how society has gotten so rotten that some people believe that this is acceptable behavior, that people have gotten so comfortable doing this. I'm not going to tolerate any victim blaming, Lagos. So if you're going to call me to, to blame the victim, don't bother. This person was a single woman, a widow. She had a right to date. She dated a despicable person who has done this and is currently being investigated. What I want us to talk about is why this is so rampant. Why are people comfortable doing this? 0700-993-993-993 because this is somebody who trusts you you know, who shares their life with you, who is intimate with you, and you violate this trust in such a violent way. You're extorting them, you're sharing their nudes. Why has society gotten so comfortable doing this? Some people in the society. 0700 993 993 993 I've got Ngozi Okelwe um, joining us. Oh, unfortunately, um, I don't have that call anymore. But let me take a look at uh, your calls here in Nigeria. 99.3. Good afternoon to you, Lady Sandra. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? My name is Prince Wise, calling you from Amwada. Welcome, Prince Wise. Good to have you on the show. Hello? Prince Wyas? Oh, that's unfortunate. Hi. Ngozi is here. Ngozi, welcome. Talk to me. Hello, Sandra. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. It's such a shame that uh, people are so, people have become so, I don't know, I don't know how to describe them, but to call them animals because um, it's, uh, it's, this is not acceptable. There was a news some weeks back here in the United States when um, a young boy, was uh, scammed by a group of guys in Nigeria with this same nude photograph thing. Mm -hmm. And they, they, they said they were going to expose it. The boys sent them some money and they requested for more. Unfortunately, this boy could not give them the money mm -hmm. and he said he was going to kill himself. And those group of guys in Nigeria said, go ahead, if you don't do it, you're a bastard. We'll mm -hmm. make it sooner for you and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Long story short, this boy took his own life. 
the American government sent some people back home to Nigeria and they've arrested this group of people who did this. So it's because the society does not do anything to punish these barbaric idiots who do it. Right. And uh, my my only advice is for ladies, any man that tells you, hey, send me your nude photos, you should just be careful the kind of people you hang out with and people you talk to because a lot of people are so heartless today. They don't have conscience. They feel like, yes, they, they are entitled to destroy people's lives and it's a shame. If the Nigerian government could put a law against this and anybody who is arrested for this should face stiff punishment, probably to deter others from doing all this. That's my own uh, two cents about this. All Thank right. you, Sandra. Thank you very much for calling Ngozi. 99.3, hello. 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 How are you? I'm very well. What's your name, sir? Sandra, how are you? I'm very well. What's your name, sir? Okay, okay. The, 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 it has been here since. For, for this, uh, the Bible says that the heart of man deliberately decayed. How can, how can, uh, sometimes from four, four, five years ago, about 40 people were beheaded in Abamawa, Damawa, in their farm. In their farm, their heads were cut off from their body. Right. Then in Egypt, about 20 people's heads were cut off at the beach. So they took them to the beach about the Mediterranean and they, they cut their heads. So there are so many that is happening in the world. This is just a little of uh, what is happening. Uh, this is not as wicked as killing, uh, with killings, which is taking place all over the place. Right. It's just that it's the signs of head time come, and uh, we don't know where we are going. And uh, these things have been there before, but what is bringing into the fall is the social media, which is uh, late now. We don't know where we are going. All right. Thank you very much for calling. We've got Kenneth from Festac joining us. Hi, hi, Kenneth. Yeah, hello, Sandy. Yeah, Sandy, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome. Uh, how are you today? Very well. Talk to me. Yeah, good to hear you again today. Yes. Yeah, okay, I think yeah, the, the issue with the issue of Kennedy, yeah, though I'm Kenneth, so I'm not Kennedy, I'm Kennedy. <laughs> I can't do, that, can't do that kind of thing. Okay. I think, I think, I think the the reason is that, yeah, is, I would say it's impunity and... Uh, the lack of way, or will I say, the lack of uh, this thing for uh, Nigeria to punish anybody that commit uh, to, to commit crime. It happens to Stewart Savage. Nothing happened to the person that yeah, yeah, they initiated it. It happened to this uh, Jama, yeah, this actress in Jama. Nothing happened to the guy too. That yeah, yeah, that no, he was it. arrested. He was he arrested. Was arrested. Yes, yeah, he was arrested. But I don't think I don't think I, 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 I don't think it, it, it was in Nigeria that he, he was arrested. No, no, no. He was think, arrested in his country. Yeah, in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think I, I think it's high time now. We yeah, that means yeah, we set yeah, we set a very deadly example to all these guys so that yeah, they will stop this yeah, this nonsense. I think it's getting out of hand. Yeah, that's my own ten cents. All right, thank you very much for sharing your ten cents on the matter. Uh, we've got this one here from Jonathan in Magboro. Jonathan says, "Sandra, I'm still looking for a no-nonsense leader that would have picked up this Yeruma for serious questioning." Uh, I'm of the opinion that. Um, Oh, okay. <laughs> Jonathan, I'm not going to read the rest of that message, but thank you very much uh, for your message. Kolakpo says, this revenge porn man is a savage. I have headache just thinking of this madman. Uh, uh, Kolakpo, thanks for your message. There's this one here that says, Sandra, there's nothing wrong with government negotiating with terrorists or bandits. If the negotiation will bring lasting peace, the federal government should negotiate on the basis of strength, not weakness, by attacking them first. Olu from Badagri with that message there. Adegoke from Lekki says, the more you negotiate with bandits or criminals, you give them an upper hand to exploit you. It's the same thing as giving in to a blackmailer. He or she will keep on uh, making exploitative demands. I can assure you that most of those terrorists are not ready to change. Killing and terrorizing has become their nature. 99.3, hello. Hello, Sandra. Welcome. What's your name, ma'am? Market woman. Welcome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You see, uh, how you say the heart of me is definitely my own is not wicked. And those who have found God, their heart is wicked. All I see in all these things, eh, there are strange people that have swallowed different, different things. So they are not human anymore. 
you just see them in three-piece suit. You think that you have met, met human beings. And again, animal is very friendly. They cannot behave like this. Hmm. So let us chase after that guy and nail him, for example. Thank you. Okay. All right. She says maim him. I don't know about maiming him, but um, he's uh, definitely being investigated at the moment by the police. The police says they're, they're taking this very seriously because, again, revenge porn is a crime. And what he has done is a crime, even under Nigerian law. Nigerian law has very stringent laws, um, uh, stringent provisions um, for people who are guilty of revenge porn. You know, so the police has gotten involved, and we'll see how that goes. Ninety-nine point three. Hello. Hello. Good evening, Sandra. Good evening. What's your name, ma'am? Chilling the line. my welcome. Talk to me. Thank you. Did I hear the? Bandit talking about the talking about uh, negotiation with the bandit. Yerima, yes. Yerima. Mm-hmm. Sandra, is it not in this same country that the bandit negotiated with Nigerian federal uh, federal government, and federal government went to the hospital to take their wife to the hospital to give birth, and the same bandit commanded them to bring their children with their wives to their directly before they will agree did that agreement work sandra these people are using this to extort money that's the man of it he's using the in fact he's the one that is encouraging those people that man needs to be arrested thank you all right thank you very much we've got uh this message here from ugochiku koro ugochiku says sandra when it comes to the southeast nobody talks about amnesty and negotiation but when it comes to other parts of the country amnesty and negotiation pops up until the injustices done against ndibo is addressed in nigeria will remain where it is comrade kaboko is here welcome how are you doing mm-hmm. welcome sir for revenge is antichrist, is highly condemnable. And Nigeria is going to start to protest against it. I, I know if we do um, with the with knife on my neck, it's, it's, it's absurd. It's unacceptable for me. That's number one. Number two, Yerima, supposed to ask questions. Supposed to be asked questions. First of all, who is sponsoring the bandits and the Boko Haram? That's number one. Two, you can never negotiate with a terrorist. Number three, Malami told us that he has the names of the sponsors. What did happen? So let's all start from the names that he has, that is also Banditre and the Boko Haram. Thirdly, the people that the flood we hit, which is a natural and universal phenomenon. Maybe tomorrow now somebody will come and tell us, say, he hit in Adamawa more than Bayesa. That's what happened this year. If he hit, let the federal government share equally. Let me say, he goes, he's due for this one. Adamawa, he comes to concerning my president. Please, as you know, one bring the minister. It's waiting for the judgment of the Supreme Court of it case. Thank you very much. All right, thank you very much, comrade. Uh, we've got uh, messages on WhatsApp. Let's take a look at more of them. Ochonaga Samson says, "Let this administration restructure the polity as it were in the First Republic for us to have progress. They were the proponents of real democracy in the years back. If it is not done, people like Yerima will not stop asking for amnesty. Free money is what they want." Ochonaga Samson, thanks for your message. Uh, Sir Ken says, "What I will never understand is the need for people to turn on their cameras when they're naked. Love cannot be." that irrational first things first people should have some decency and respect for themselves so ken where you are wrong is that um in this case of course um this woman did not even consent to this man taking her pictures if you heard what i said uh this man took the pictures of this woman while she was asleep and also took videos while they were being intimate together i mean (laughs) what control do you have over that and then of course i think that advice should be for if you are a decent human being and you are um, sharing intimacy with another decent human being and you both decide to record it for whatever reason decency determining decency dictates that you do not share that with someone else you definitely don't upload it on different websites and church whatsapp groups and porn websites you're just a despicable horrible person there's nothing to be said about the victim of of this crime right now and everything to be said about the perpetrator of the crime as far as i'm concerned sir ken uh we've got this one here from dean naji who says 
until a law is promulgated by the federal government that whoever releases the nude of anyone will be sent to 14 years in jail, this madness will keep going on. That man is a terrible person. He should be made to face the law. Indeed, the heart of man is desperately wicked. Uh, Dean Naji also says, I totally disagree with Senator Yerima. I don't agree that terrorists should be brought to a round table or be pardoned. The federal government should descend on them with all the arsenals available to them so as to eradicate these heartless set of people killing and causing harm. We must reclaim Nigeria. All right. Thanks for your message. Mayor from Aja says, how did Yerima introduce the group as militants or bandits? Because what I understand as bandits is a thief, is a thief, which is a criminal. Do they have an agitation? If a man robs a woman at Oshodi Bridge because he has needs, if he is caught, should he not be prosecuted? The constitution demands everybody to live right. If you're negotiating for a bandit, you are complicit. They are weakened is why they need a roundtable recess. All right. Thank you very much, Mayor from Aja, for your message. This one is from Etim Godwin, who says, I don't think Senator Garima has a moral right to advise the federal government on amnesty for bandits. Giving them amnesty is criminal. And if I may ask, what are they fighting for, please? All right, Etim. This one here from the Merchant Man says, The demand for amnesty from Yerima is absurd. When it happens in the East, you see soldiers shooting on sight. You cannot talk of sort of such with these demons who have killed thousands of people. We've got uh, this one that says, Honestly, what the guy did is really bad. Um, I tell my girlfriend to, to send it to me and she does it. But hearing this from your station, I will delete all of my girlfriend's nudes. I'll do it now, 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 now. And I'll ask for her forgiveness. I'll also ask her not to send any to me anymore even if I ask her to send. All right. Thank you very much for sending your message in. We've got this one here uh, from Kelechi in Ojo. Kelechi says, armed bandits are criminals and should be punished. Are they the only poor in the country? Poverty is no excuse for being a criminal. All right. 99.3, hello. Hello, Andrew Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? My name is Jacob Adamawa. Jacob, welcome. And this Andra, you see that what that man did, eh? He said totally as in, I can't, I don't know how to call the man seriously. As in, even a child would never do such thing in his life. As in, I can, can I call him a, an animal? An animal service better than all such things. Something that you do with somebody that trusted you. It's not, it's not an easy thing for a woman to trust you hundred percent to open herself for you, and you as a man. Eh? Mumu says is better than that man. Mumu, Mumu person is better than that man. Seriously. As for uh, Yarima, Adi, Shetima, Yarima. Adi Sandra, mm. these people, they know who is who. They all know. They all know their self. Okay. Adi Sandra. Okay. They are all in that society. It's, a, it's an organization. All these banditry, Boko Haram, it's an organization. They know who is who. They know themselves, and Sandra. So let us not waste our time. Seriously, we are like slaves in our own country, in our father's land. We are like slaves. And why? Ah, I'm tired. Oh. I'm tired. I'm fed of oh. Seriously. All right. Thank you very much for calling. Please don't be tired. Don't be fed up. We've got Emmanuel here. Emmanuel, how you doing? Yeah, Sandra, I'm fine. I'm okay. Good afternoon. Welcome. Yeah, uh, Sandra, a lot of our leaders are complicit in this insecurity we find ourselves in this country. Uh, because uh, these guys carrying these heavy weapons, you begin to ask yourself, where yeah, are they seeing these weapons, you know? They can't see this weapon, you know, if they don't have a helping hand, you know? And then uh, the country, I mean, the, the, the leadership of the country seems to be giving them unwritten on, on, on waivers, you know, and then uh, uh, for persecution. You know, because if you want to dig deep into all these things, some people argue it is the uh, machinery is carrying out this uh, incident. I mean, so some of these attacks, attacks which I believe it is a, 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 a argument we can't really uh, follow because if, if these people are really machineries, who bring them into the country? So uh, it's unfortunate that uh, investig- proper investigation is not carried out and then uh, people who are supposed to be prosecuted are not prosecuted. That is for that. As for the person who brought out the nude uh, pictures, uh, I, w- I think, are we evaluating this person's mental health? Because I don't know how a human being will go this far. And then you, I, I heard you say that he, he said uh, the, the end, I mean, the end of the woman might be suicide. Yes. Oh, God. Well, he should be picked 
stop and then prosecuted. People like me would not want to hear a story that uh, the, the, the prosecution team never prepared their case well and then he escaped uh, from justice. justice. Thank you and good afternoon. Thank you, Emmanuel, for calling. The chairman of the All Progressives Congress, Abdullahi Adamu, says the list of principal officers for the 10th National Assembly that Godswill Ababio announced on Tuesday and uh, uh, also the House of Representatives speaker that Judea Abbas announced is not from the political party. He said that um, he had a courtesy call uh, where he received the speaker and his deputy, but that he's hearing, quote, a rumor now from the online media that there have been some announcements in the Senate and House of Reps. The national headquarters of the party has not given any such information or communicated that uh, or communicated about the choice of offices. And until we formally resolve and communicate with them uh, in writing, which is the norm and practice it is not our intention to break away from traditions whatever announcement is done either by the president of the senate deputy uh, senate president speaker or deputy speaker is not from this secretariat what do you make of that very bizarre stuff apc saying that it has nothing to do with the announcement of the National Assembly Principal Officers. Remember, we talked about it yesterday, um, those announcements. And um, I, I don't know. <laughs> now, to be clear, the law doesn't say that the National Assembly must get input from any uh, party leadership. I have to say that. And of course, we saw the actual lawmakers go against their party leaders in 2015 and 2011 when they were even picking a Senate president. So while it's remarkable that Adamu is saying that he was not carried along, it must be in writing, the list must be from the party. What the party, what the leadership of the Senate has done is not illegal. And the House of, um, uh, of uh, Representatives, what, what the legislative arm of government has done with these announcements is not illegal. It's not new. But it does raise questions, doesn't it? Is there trouble in the APC? How big is the trouble in the APC? Because remember, even the emergence of Abu and Abbas, Sef, it was controversial. Will we keep seeing these rifts between the APC and its lawmakers? Will the minority parties be able to take advantage in some way? 0700-993-993-993-01465-7190. Hello, thanks for calling us. Good evening, what's your name, sir? Uh, this is Mbachu from Ogun State. Mbachu from Ogun State, welcome. Talk to me. Yeah, Sandra. You know what's happened in this country, Nigeria, concerning your remote? What? You could remember there's one man, Adam Adogume, or what, that arrested in Egypt while traveling out. Yes. And some documents found on him against all the security centers. Where is the, where is the case now? Where is the case up to this moment? The problem is here, we celebrate evil, we celebrate people that are not supposed to celebrate. If somebody from the staff is made that. But but what statement did he make that DSS should arrest him for? He said we should go the way of amnesty and dialogue and negotiations instead of an all-out um, aggressive campaign um, because the damage, uh, the collateral damage could be insane, you know? Is that a statement that DSS should be inviting him over to explain? Is it? 99.3, hello. <laughs> mm? I greet you. I greet you too. <laughs> There's nothing wrong that um, Senator Hema said. Right. I have always said on this platform, people that we should negotiate with terrorists. There's nothing wrong in negotiating with terrorists. Nothing, absolutely nothing wrong. The only thing there is that we must negotiate from the point of strength. The great countries you see all over the world, they will come and tell you they don't negotiate with terrorists. They lie. They negotiate with terrorists. There's nothing wrong with it. So, but um, for me, we have to reject our security forces and everything. The new president has made a statement. He has, you know, did, you know made some new 
and reshuffle the security state. We want to see them up and doing. And whatever it takes for us to have peace, especially not peace, let it be done. I don't say anything wrong with what the, what the man has said. Whether he married 40 wives or 10 years, that's another issue entirely. And for the blackmailer, my problem, my word is not the blackmailer itself. It's about the victim now. Hmm. Because she'll be in a serious, she'll be traumatized now. A lot of things will be going through the mind, you know. I think she needs a counselor and those that will really, you know, speak to her and encourage her. Because as it is now, she is not going to be herself at all. That's my worry. I hope she does not do, she does not do anything stupid to herself. So people that know her around her, she really drag her around her and, you know, try to, you know, talk to her and cancel her mm. out of the kind of, because this is the kind of situation. Yeah. It's not fast. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, thankfully, her family members and friends are being very supportive. They've really surrounded her with love and support, and they're doing their best to um, to be to you know to be to be there for her. So, and I really love that. I really appreciate that. I, I love that society uh, um, is moving gradually away from seeing the person who has been wronged as the person who did something wrong, and we're instead providing um, support for. A victim you know and and that's what she is you know so um uh hopefully the the police actually follow through the police say that they're investigating this man hopefully they actually follow through and uh this man ends up in front of a judge and a sentence is passed um about the state of his guilt all right we'll take messages uh, well actually let's take a few more calls 99.3 hello Hello, Sandra. Thanks for calling. What's your name? Deborah Kasa. Welcome, Deborah. I cannot compare the Niger Delta's uh, military to the Northern part. Because the Northern part, they said they have three parts of military and uh, um, amnesty. Uh, and can you defend how you can get one group to settle with them? If you settle with them in one group, the other two groups will face us again. How can we bring them together now? They can never, never compare that northern side. Their, their way of doing things, killing people to the Niger Delta. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much for calling. We've got Prince on the line. Hi, Prince. How are you, Lady Sandra? Oh, thanks for calling back. How are you doing? I'm very well. Thank you, my dear. Mm-hmm. You see as it is now. The Sanfara, former Sanfara governor. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the man is saying. Can you compare bandit terrorism with the Niger Delta boy? They are fighting for, for that right. And now, where we can we sit down to negotiate with the bandit? Huh? Okay, what, do we, what would they put on the table as their demand? You know, what are you talking about? Hmm. That governor should be extra, extra careful. The federal government should not listen to him. They should not listen to him. Therefore, that. Okay. And for the uh, chairman of uh, of uh, APC, I think that man is due for retirement. At that age, he's supposed to leave the, the scene, let the other one take over. You have, you have the general president, you have the speaker, you want to select the prepare officer, you just, you just need to go to him. So for me, the man just uh, using borrow time. The best thing to do. For him to say, I have, I have I performed brilliantly, and my party won the election. I thank God, let me sit, sit down, let me relax and retire and continue thanking my God. That guy is uh, Lady Sandra. All right. Thank you very much for calling. We appreciate it. 99.3. Oh, no. I've got a few minutes. So let me just quickly take messages from social media now. Uh, we can renegotiate with terrorists to surrender their arms. People shouldn't uh, be bigoted about every issue on air. It's inciting. We should have gone past bigot issues by now. Later, we'll start accusing politicians. Tunde from Aja. Okay. Uh, who's been bigoted, Tunde? <laughs> huh? All right. We've got uh, Abe who says, please, there's no single justification for recording your mating period. 
or your nakedness uh, with any partner. For what reason? Your mating should be enjoyed at that moment and the rest in the memory. Uh, Sandra, don't justify madness of the end time in the name of love, infatuation, or expression of emotion. Well, but that's your opinion, you know, and you've shared it. But what you find acceptable in your own bedroom, um, another people in their own bedroom will say, well, we can push the limit. That's why if you like vanilla, some other person likes uh, uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for now? Some other person likes um, um, strawberry, yes, or they or they like uh, uh, um, pecan, butter pecan, or they they like cookies and cream. You know, everybody cannot like vanilla. So if a person likes uh, cookies and cream, and they get their cookies and cream from a particular store, and that particular store then decides, hmm, these cookies and cream that you like, I'm going to um, tell the entire world that you like cookies and cream, except you give me some money we don't start telling someone don't like cookies and cream we instead say this person that wants to collect money because you like cookies and cream how can we punish them and that's why nigeria very wisely came up with laws and says anybody who puts out pictures of their partner that likes cookies and cream without the consent of that partner that likes cookies and cream you will like prison you will like jail Right? So it's it's all good and fine for Abe to say, eh, but why would anybody do that? That's fine. As long as we remember that if a person who does it, and in this story, Seb, the person did it without the consent of their partner. Their partner was asleep uh, and their partner was not aware that he was making videos. So in this case, this guy is even a double criminal. There was stealthing in there. As, as alongside the revenge porn. So he stealthed and he revenge porned, you know? So uh, uh, away from these two things, if it was consensual and then you decided to go and share the consensual uh, 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 movie or pictures, you've committed a crime. The language should move away from, oh, uh, you know, you should be more this, you should be... No, the language should always be, don't commit a crime. That's it. End of discussion, really, to be honest with you. To be honest with you, because you can say, oh, people need to be more careful. Nobody gets into a relationship expecting that the person they're getting into a relationship with is a criminal. Nobody gets into a relationship expecting that the person they're getting into a relationship with is a bad person who would want to hurt them at the end of the day. People get into a relationship, a loving relationship, and trust each other. And when you trust somebody that you're in a relationship with, you're going to do some things that somebody like Abe will say is stupid. Is it stupid? Stupid is relative. We can't impose one person's definition on, of stupid on everybody. What we can impose, however, is how everybody should act within the ambience of the law. And what the law says is do not distribute nudes, porn without the consent of a partner who you have intimate relations with. That's what the law says. If you do it, prison is going to be in your future. Let's bring you business news. After the business news, it's time for the glass ceiling. On the glass ceiling today, let's talk about why in 2023, we still have people who say, if you don't have a male child, I will kick you out of this house. I will marry a new wife. Even though the male child is more often than not determined by, you know, what one person puts into the other. I'm Sandra Isaac. Don't go away.